Hi, this is Gerald Bentley, and this is Dealership Rescue. Today's word is empathy. Let's start now. Hey, I want to branch off a little bit into unusual territory for a sales training podcast. I think it's really important that we talk about empathy. Quite simply, that means understanding and feeling what your customers are feeling. If you quote the former president, Bill Clinton, feel their pain. If you don't know and don't understand what sacrifices someone is making to come and buy your car, your van, your SUV, your truck, you really aren't relating to them. And everybody who comes into a dealership is making some sort of economic sacrifice to buy a car. Cars aren't cheap. If you do a search online right now on cars.com or AutoTrader and look for vehicles under $10,000, you'll find virtually none. Maybe if you do a 100-mile search, you may find 50. By definition... Anything over $10,000 is an extremely major purchase. Most people in America won't purchase anything remotely close to that expensive in a year. So everyone, even if they're stroking a check and buying the vehicle cash, is making somewhat of a sacrifice economically to come in and buy your product. If you don't attempt to understand why they're making that sacrifice, you're losing a major part of the equation to how to sell them a car, especially in this market with inventory so compressed and so short, the average selling price is skyrocketing. The average price of a new car right now is $45,500. That's the average loan. It's amazingly high. Just since I started selling cars, that number has skyrocketed. Now, to be fair, the terms have also skyrocketed. So even though the amount of the loan has increased dramatically, the payments really haven't moved up that much. But still, it's a lot of money that people are committing to. And we need to hold ourselves accountable to finding out why. What makes this Highlander so important? What makes this Silverado so important? Why, why did you come to see us today? Because the vast majority of our customers drove in in something that they could just as easily drive out in. So there has to be some reason that they're coming in to buy it. Once you find that out and you understand why they're making the sacrifice to make the commitment to buying your vehicle, it makes it a lot easier for you to get that commitment and to show that you care and you understand them as a person. And there can be all sorts of reasons. It could be they're a a single parent and their car's gotten up in miles. Maybe they had to make a couple of repairs And because they had to make those repairs, they had to call off work for a few days. 
and they're in a job that has mandatory attendance. Everybody's short-staffed now, so no showing to work isn't an option. So they need to buy something that they're confident when they go out to the car, it's going to start and they can make it to work. That's a huge legitimate reason to buy a car and to make a sacrifice because they need it for their kids. They need it to get to work. Maybe it's the fact that they're just not comfortable getting in and out of the car. Maybe a leg injury, a back injury. And they need something that's more comfortable getting in and out of. All super important factors to helping you sell the vehicle. Because one thing that I'm noticing, looking at different forums on LinkedIn and Facebook and just talking with salespeople is a trend for sales reps to say, well, hey, I want to make sure I make all the money on this car. How much, how much should I make if I sell this car? horrible question to ask because when you think about it you're putting yourself in the exact opposite position of being an emphatic sales rep understanding and emphasizing with the customer feeling their pain understanding why they came in and finding the best vehicle to match to if you had a chance to record some of your interactions with customers when you knew how much you made on a certain car versus another car I think you'd be shocked to hear how slanted your conversation is towards that car that has the bigger profit margin. Slanted to the degree that there's no way in the world the customer doesn't realize that you're making a lot more money if you sell one car than the other. And ironically, that makes your chance of selling that more expensive car dramatically lower because the customer can sense it through your communication, through your disinterest when they talk about the other car, through your bad body language, through your dismissiveness to their questions when it's not dealing with the car that you really, really want to sell because that's the one that's going to make a whole lot of money. Think about that and realize what you would do If you were buying something, how would you expect to be treated? How would it make you feel if when the salesperson walks away, you're thinking, wow, hey, they're just trying to gouge me. They're not listening to me at all. They don't know me. Is that salesperson going to make a lot of money and sell a car for a lot of money? Probably not because the customer feels like they're being ignored, they're not being listened to, and they're being pushed in a direction they don't want to go. That doesn't work. You're going to do a lot better if you find out what's important to the person, why it's important, and acknowledge them and relate on a human level. And what's crazy is, probably end up making more money and having happier customers anyways because the happier customers are the ones who feel like they were listened to and who got what they were looking for and met their needs the other people well they may buy but they're always going to be upset 
they're always going to feel like they got bad service. They're probably not coming back. If you get a review from the manufacturer, it probably won't be good. And they may even go online and give you a bad review because of what they felt was bad service after the fact. So you might have won one, but you just lost some in the end. So the final again to requote Bill Clinton feel the customer's pain understand relate to them and hey if you want another analogy for it Kansas City Royals all-star catcher major league home run leader Salvador Perez he was asked right at the end of the season why do you smile all the time why are you so happy and his answer i thought really emphasized it and it makes sense what he said is i understand the sacrifice the parents make the people make to come to the stadium they deserve to see me happy i have a great job i don't want them to see me upset they came to be happy i want to make sure that happens it was a great answer and we should do the same thing because when you think about it ask some of your friends what their work day is like it's vastly different than yours you get to walk around the lot you get to talk to people you get to check out all the cars and then 10 to 20 if you're doing really good 30 times a month you sell somebody a car and have a happy customer. It's a pretty good job. Reach out to us here at Dealership Rescue. We'll be back with some more hopefully helpful tips to help you sell some cars and get through this pandemic fueled inventory shortage. And by all means, reach out to us and follow us on whatever podcasting platform you use. Thanks a lot. This is Gerald Bentley. Have a good night.